what's happening this your boy rakis i'm gonna welcome you all back to the hecka dangerous podcast as always i want to thank y'all for liking sharing subscribing commenting also if you do enjoy a really really great podcast this is episode 106 and i'm truly blessed and honored to still be the chosen vessel gets to stood over this here ministry called the hecka dangerous podcast i'm gonna let y'all know off top i'm living on the wild side today um i am recording the podcast in the same room as uh my baby my 15 day old baby so um we're gonna go for it and we're gonna see how it turns out so if you hear me adjusting myself and you know putting his pacifier back in the mouth and things like that just know that the um dad life is is real um I just want to open up this podcast by saying that God is great. You're probably thinking, okay, Rocky, she opened every episode up like this. So where are you going? Great question. Um, this past Friday, um, what's that, like three days ago, someone drilled a hole in my fuel tank again. This is this happened, I want to say, eight months ago, something like that. I can't remember. Anywho, it happened um twice and uh you know when these kind of things happen you let me not say you i tend to have an exp- uh, a rush of thoughts right like there's frustration there's um disappointment there is you know all these different thoughts that hit you right but the one that my heart really sat on was sadness um I became sad when I began to think about how rough someone's situation could be, how dire someone's situation could be, that they would drill a small hole in the fuel tank and just wait for the gas to drop drip by drip by drip. And we live in an apartment complex where, first of all, we live in apartments, right? Second of all, we live in an apartment complex where it's not like people are well off here. You know, there's nothing... You know, people aren't affluent, you know what I'm saying? It's a very working class place, right? And so, um, yeah, you know, I just was disappointed. Um, I was sad, you know? And it just reminded me of the work that needs to be done in this world, you know what I'm saying? But I just couldn't help but thank the Lord for his peace. You know, his word talks about giving us a peace that the world doesn't give us, right? Like when you think about peace from the world, when we have peace in the worldly sense, that means that everything's going our way, right? That um, that paycheck um, hit when it hit, that you um, have the, you know, your kids are listening, that, um, you know, work was smooth, everything is cool, right? But the peace that he gives us surpasses our circumstances, surpasses anything that we're feeling, anything that we're going through, anything that uh, may be happening to us, right? And so I'm grateful for that because I don't know how I would respond or how I would feel as a non-believer if these things happen, right? And so um, when I say God is great, I just want to say God is great because um, he just reminded me, right, of, you know, when we talk about trials and tribulations in the world right it's all about um it's all about our responses it's all about um our perspective on what we go through right because you can't stop 
the world from being a world. You can't stop life from lifing, right? Like we talk about, um, sorry, I'm about to adjust my baby. <laughs> um, so when we talk about this world, right? We talk about, um, when we talk about this world, you know, you always hear that saying about how, you know, you can't stop rain from falling, but you could grab an umbrella. And so I feel like in him, um, we are able to, what our responses are, um, viewpoints on things is the, you know, hypothet is the spiritual umbrella, um, that I am thinking of. Right. And so, uh, you know, like I say, I just thank him for that peace because when you look at the bigger scope of things, you know, we are blessed to have two vehicles. I am blessed that, um, I'm in a space where I have, you know, roughly six weeks to take care of that. Right. And so, um, it's not something dire. It's not something that's necessarily causing an inconvenience in this moment. Right. So I have time to sit on it, have time to really, um, think that through. Right. And so, uh, I just thank the Lord for that peace because without that peace, I wouldn't be able to process it in such a way. And when I say this, I don't want to, um, when I say these things, I don't want it to come off as if um, I don't deal with frustration. I don't deal with disappointment. I don't deal with um, concern. I don't deal with doubt. I don't deal with these things, right? I, I they, They are things that are real to me, but they're not things that, necessarily consume me. They're not things that own me, that uh, have me in bondage. And I think that's where that peace that he gives us is so precious because it gives us a certain freedom, you know what I'm saying, from those things, right? Where, um, you know, we could be readjusting the baby again. Um, we can absolutely be in bondage you know, we could absolutely be a prisoner to, um, you know, our circumstances or certain thoughts, right? And so, you know, I am. You know, I am absolutely grateful, absolutely, absolutely grateful. You know, what I'm saying for uh, one second, y'all. So I say all that to say that um, I'm absolutely grateful in times like these, you know what I'm saying? Because I remember going through hardships in life and making very um, irrational, very emotion-based decisions, right? Um, where maybe I borrowed money or I you know, did some stuff, right? Or, you know, or I tried to find a, a quick fix, you know? So um, it's funny because I was joking with uh, my brother in Christ, Paul, who stopped by. And, um, you know, we were talking about the situation and he was saying like, you know, that'd be awesome if it was a simple fix where you could just get something like a really strong adhesive to um, stop that, 
a leakage and I had to pay for a whole new fuel tank. And, you know, like I was laughing because I was telling him like in previous seasons, that absolutely would have been my response would be to find a quick fix, something to save money, um, something that's absolutely not safe, something that's absolutely not wise. But in this season, you know, I understand to do is wise, understanding that, you know, that could cause more issues, understanding that I have to drive my children in that vehicle, right? And so on. Um, I'm just so grateful. Um, and it's funny, right? Because all in that same day, uh, you know, we had our brothers and, you know, we had this married, uh, our, our brothers and sisters in Christ, Audrey and um, Cyrus came through and brought us, um, you know, some chicken Alfredo and just loved on us, brought some diapers and things like that. And so, um, you know, then, to, you know, Sunday, um, you know, Paul, you know, my brother in Christ, Paul came through with Christmas presents and um, lunch and, you know, you know, it was just a beautiful thing. Right. And so um, I guess what I'm saying is, is that in trials and tribulations, I rejoice because I get to see God show up for me in very unique ways. Right. And I feel like I say this a lot, but I truly do mean it. Like when you go through hard times, whether it's finances, whether it's marital things, whether it's with your kids, whether it's work, whatever it is, um, you get to see God's faithfulness, really get to show, see him show up in a different way, right? Like I think about like, I haven't lost a parent yet, but I imagine when I go through that, I'm going to get to see and experience God in a whole unique way, just like I got to experience God in a whole unique way when my wife was pregnant, um, when we were in the hospital, when my wife gave birth, you know, like uh, I got to experience God in a very unique way. So God is great. Um, full a full um disclosure i have no notes i'm just going off the dome right now but um you know god is great i'm just really really grateful for him in this season um you know just an update on the leave um the family leave has been awesome you know i don't say that because i'm trying to put on the front like i really mean it's been awesome you know um it's funny because my one on leave you know you have thoughts, you know, and I think my wife and me both heard it from people at work say, oh, man, like, how are you guys going to deal being at home with each other every day? And um, it's actually been pretty nice. Um, I think that, you know, we've had a good rhythm where, you know, I'm taking naps when she's up with the baby and vice versa. And, you know, just really, you know, finding movies to watch and just uh, finding ways to really embrace our time together. But um, I've also learned that uh, going into this time off that I was going to come into it and I was going to enjoy myself and I was going to love on my wife, you know what I'm saying? I was going to love on my kids. And I think that um, that approach has really helped it, right? Because, um, you know, I could definitely say um, that, you know, as the husband, I have to be mindful of my impact of the authority that I have. And so a lot of times when men think about the authority, they think about bossing people around, they think about telling people what to do. But um, I understand that, you know, my response to how I carry myself plays a big factor around here. And so, um, you know, I just told myself that I was going to enjoy this blessing, enjoy, you know, not having to work. You know, I'm definitely not one of those workaholic kind of people. I don't find my value in work anymore. Um, I, you know, love working, you know, because I get to serve him and I also get to serve others and um, contribute to this world that we live in. Right. You know, I appreciate that. But ultimately, you know, what I'm saying like I 
um, could say that family is it for me. Like, that's my number one thing. And so, um, yeah, you know, I just told myself I was going to go into this. I was going to set the tone. I was going to, you know, be positive. I was going to, um, you know, just be loving, um, you know, just uh, be present, right? You know, all these different things. And so um, the leave has been awesome. I just want to give a major shout out to everyone that's, you know, just City Church family. Um, it's been awesome. Um, the prayers have been received. The text messages, people, you know, buying stuff on Amazon, um, bringing food, offering to bring food, um, you know, gift cards, all kind of stuff. You know, I just really appreciate, you know, my city church family. And in these times, you know, God is showing me that I am part of a um, organism, not an organization, right? Like me and my brother Paul were talking about how um, church you know, could, you know, a lot of churches operate as an organization, right? And so I'm grateful because um, this is a body, right? Like we're an organism. Like I think that when we hear body, we, you know, we hear it intellectually, but we don't understand that we're a body, right? So like you have a body, your knees and your hand are part of the same body. They don't, your hands and knees don't operate as two individuals they operate as an organism right like your like your knees can't just be like you know what i don't need hands i don't need eyes you know what i'm saying like we are organisms so if we understood that we are an organism that that you know being that we're an organism that that means that if i am the toenails if i am a toe in this spiritual body me as a toe I need fingers, I need a heartbeat, I need eyes, I need ears, right? And that's how we operate. Like, we're all part of an organism, all part of a body trying to operate separate, right? Like, like so you may be a, a, a hand and you're trying to operate solely as a hand, separate from the body, away from your eyes, away from your ears, away from your feet, you know what I'm saying? So it's just silly how we operate, but anyways, um, I'm just grateful, you know, for God to show me that we're truly part of an organism. You know, um, I prayed hard, you know, when it came down to, you know, just uh, a spiritual landing spot for my family, right? Like we were gone from City Church and, you know, we came back after a year. And um, when I was away, um, you know, there was different thoughts, different conversations. And um, ultimately, it all came back to City Church. And um, I'm just grateful for them and, you know, the love that, you know, my family and me um, receive, you know what I'm saying? And once again, that's why I say God is great, because uh, I knew I had an idea that these people loved us, these people love me. But to see them show up in times of need, to see them show up in times that, are ink, that may not be the most convenient, it's beautiful, right? And um, that's that sacrificial, reckless love that we talk about in the faith, right? And so God is great, man. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything profound to say. I don't really have any topics. Just want to come on here and really just um, give him praise for all that he's doing. Um, I guess the one thing that I will say is um, 
to all my believers, brothers and sisters, we have work to do. We have work to do in this world. Um, as I kind of circle back to the beginning and reflect on what happened to my car um, and what I'm going through, brothers and sisters, we have a lot of work to do, right? Um, we have people who are killing. We have people who are stealing. We have people who are, you know, coveting. We have people who are cheating. Um, we have people who are grieving. We have all these things going on around us, right? And uh, we have work to do. You know, we need to show up for these people. We need to give them the hope of Jesus Christ. We have something um, that is great, something that is the ultimate. Um, and a lot of us are just sitting on it, right? Like always, always use the um, the vaccine example or or the cancer example, right? Like if you had the cure to cancer, you wouldn't just keep it in your closet or you know leave it in the trunk of your car or something, right? Like you'd be going to to hospitals and you'd be reaching out to people who are dealing with cancer and you'd be um, trying to give them this cure, right? And so same thing with us, right? Like we have the cure. You know, we we have the solution, you know, we have something, someone. And so we shouldn't just be keeping it in our closet. We shouldn't just be keeping our nightstands. We should be going outwards about it, right? And so um, one thing that the Lord has put on my heart and that's always been an interest of mine is the prison system. Um, people who are in a space that I'm terrified to be in, a space that I can't even imagine being in, right? And um, I remember Pastor Mark telling me about this gentleman that he was ministering to. And for the last three years, it's always been on my heart of how to get involved. And recently, um, I was given some information on how to get involved. So I'm asking for you guys to keep me in prayer on how to get involved. Because the one thing that I learned about this prison ministry is that there are many levels and many ways to get involved in the prison ministry. It's not just simply going in there. There are um, auxiliary uh, options. There are you know transportation options. There are many of ways to get involved. And so um, I, I just ask for prayer on that. Um, I'm coming to y'all for prayer, right? Um, on that. Uh, yeah, man, you know, I, I just I just feel like we got work to do, man. We got so much work to do. Um, I wish I, I wish I'd have wrote the scripture down, but when I was reading with uh, my son uh, early this week, there was a scripture I talked about, you know, there being, you know, um, you know, lots of labor, but not, but not enough. Um, there was a lot. There's lots of labor, but few workers. You know what I'm saying? And some. And I'll find a scripture and I'll um, circle back and give you the, the accurate scripture, right? You know. But um, yeah, you know, just something to tune, tune where it's like there's all this work to be done in this world. There's all this work to. There's these people who need prayer. These people who you know need someone to love on them to meet them where they're at. And there's not enough of us out there doing that work. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's cute to to text people, you know, scriptures, to invite them to a Bible study, to send them a YouTube link that you saw, to post in your story on Instagram. And I'm not trying to condemn people for doing those things. Those things are awesome. And those things could lead to certain, you know, you know, certain things, right? But we need to go actually serve and meet people, right? We need to go um, do what we got to do. And a lot of it is like, we feel inconvenienced, but it's like, uh, <laughs> Jesus was inconvenienced, right? You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, we, you know, uh, we live in a country where we have the freedom to do that, right? Like we have, if we know we're not getting our heads cut off, 
sure we might get a mean tweet or a coworker may be mad at us, but nothing's really happened to us for real, for real, right? Um, so, brothers and sisters, there's work to do. So I encourage people to look in your household, to look in your neighborhood, to look at your job. Um, you know, look at your social media. You know, there's so many, there's so many times where I see people posting things that are very troublesome, and I don't always respond. I don't always pray on it. I don't always, you know, what I'm saying, actively do something. But I have opportunity to actively do something, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, let's serve more, you know. Um, you know, all that's, you know, all this time that we spend, you know, we spend two, three hours a day on our phones, um, you know what I'm saying? We could spend our, our days off, you know, just serving at a um, food bank or just, um, you know, inviting people to break bread. Like, that's something that I want to do more is, like, um invite people to break bread, just let people into our households and just love on them and just, um, you know, be of support and just, uh, you know, yeah, just be there. So uh, that's something that, um, you know, we're definitely keeping, um, definitely keep that in prayer, man. Definitely keep that in prayer. Um, but yeah, we got work to do. We got work to do. We got work to do. So my, my believers out there, let's get to it, man. Um, and let's do the work that's, that's, um, inconveniencing you know work that may not be pretty but work that needs to be done you know it's fun to make music right something i enjoy it's a pretty easy way to serve but you know going to a prison is not pretty but it's 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 a place that's that's uh full of people that um are willing to be served and need to be served right um you know, I watch all these shows, you know, um, about prison, all these different things. I've talked, to, I've come across people who work in prisons. I'm so fascinated. And it's time to um, get to working. Um, new song just dropped called Miracle Baby. I will post the link um, so you can stream it. Uh, the link is uh, everywhere. The link, I'm oh, oh, sorry, the, the song is everywhere. So anywhere that you get music, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon, YouTube, it's there. Stream it. Uh, it's by me, Rakis. It's called Miracle Baby. Um, dope song, produced it. Um, you know, just a cool little song to keep you guys warm until the album drops. And that's what I'm trying to do, keep y'all warm to album drops. But uh, I just want to give a big shout out to y'all who are still streaming the Nat Freeman stuff. Um, the numbers over there are amazing. I'm still getting streams, you know, still accumulating um, money from that. So I appreciate y'all big time. Um, thank you for just continuing to stream and continue to support. Um, the podcast numbers kind of got wonky, but they're starting to pick back up. So I don't know if people are sharing or how's the words getting out, but just thank you all for supporting, you know, my ministries, whether you support my family, whether you support the podcast, whether you support the music, um, big shout out to you. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I feel like I should talk a little bit more, but I feel like I've been blessed to be able to get this episode done recording in the same room as my baby. So I feel like I should take advantage of that and end the, the episode before he starts to get unruly. Um, but I just want to say thank you. You know, thank you all um, for just your continued love. You know, I thank you all for your prayers. I thank you all for just all that you guys do, man, you guys are awesome. And, um, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, it means so much to me. You guys mean so much to me. And, um, yeah, just thank you. Um, 
Before I get out of here, just want to remind you, the phone line, 916-572-7285. Leave a prayer request on there. And if you've called it before, I just want to give you a heads up. It goes straight to voicemail on purpose. So leave a voicemail and um, I will play it on the podcast. And, um, you know, I'll definitely pray for you on the podcast, you know. Um, But yeah, you know, definitely, you know, just keep my family, me in prayer. Um, This is definitely a season where we have to lean on to God a lot more, right? Like all that stuff that kept us distracted, all that stuff that we were doing, you know, just everything that was going on. um, It's just us and him. And we got this baby who's pretty much up on and off from 11 p.m. to about 5, 6 in the morning. (laughs) Like, on and off, he's in and out of sleep. But he sleeps throughout the day. But it's the nighttime that's really, it's thrown off our sleep where we're waking up at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Things I haven't done since my early 20s when I was partying, getting drunk, or getting high, right? Like, like I'm soberly getting up at that time. You know what I'm saying? The sleep is all over the place. Don't know what day it is. Don't know what date it is. Don't know what week it is. Um, can't keep up with everything, right? Um, it's just all over the place. So I just want to, um, yeah, just I'm just asking y'all, you know, prayers. But um, thank you all for supporting the podcast. Um, you know, I'm definitely doing my best to stay faithful to this uh, ministry, making sure that um, I don't make excuses, right? It's so easy to... Um, fall short on our commitments because life happens. But God knew that, right? You know, God didn't give me a podcast or music and things like that um, for no reason, right? So, uh, you know, I hope that as you hear, as you got to hear my baby go off and you had to hear me, you know, go away from the mic and, you know, just really get through the episode. I hope that um, you understand that God's work is not to be taken lightly, right? Like God gives you something um, it's not it's not like a, oh, I'll get to when I get to it or hopefully I get to this podcast. You know, what I'm saying it, it's not a it's it's a it's a true um, task. Right. It's a true um, ministry. It's a ministry for a reason. Right. And so. Um, servanthood is servanthood <laughs> and servanthood is what it looks like to God. So, um, you know. This ministry, I've done, I've, I've recorded this podcast. Like I've told you, I've recorded this podcast in the park before. So I, so I would have access to a library's Wi Fi. I've recorded over my phone. I've recorded at people's houses with a mic, no mic. Um, I've recorded, you know, in, in various ways, right? Um, and so this is just another thing, right? But uh, I just see God's handprints all over this ministry, right? Um, Thank y'all. Thank y'all once again. Um, 916-572-7285. Please leave a voicemail with a prayer request. I'd love to keep you in prayer. Um, I'm going to play Miracle Baby so y'all get to hear it exclusively on here. But um, please stream it. You know, please stream it. Um, share it with your folks. Do all that good stuff that y'all already do. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a song that's near and dear to my heart. Um you know, because to know my testimony is to know me, right? To know my testimony will definitely um, help you understand how I got to be how I am, you know, why I am, you know, just so 
goofy and fun loving and all that stuff, right? Because I get it. And that's not to say you don't get it or to say that I'm better, but it's just to say that I get it, that I see what had to be done. I understand that this is nothing short of a miracle that I'm here. This is not short of a miracle that I'm, um, that I'm not simply just, um, that I'm not just simply here, but that I'm thriving, um, that I'm doing well, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't designed for me to do well. It wasn't designed for me to win. Um, but here we are, right? You know, um, I'm blessed beyond my means. Um, I have three boys. They're healthy. Um, I have a wife um, who loves me, um, who is here for me, um, who prays for me, who fights for me, who fights with me. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? I'm blessed. When I see, when I just, rem- when I understand, I reflect on just the the literal sacrifices that people had to make for me to get here and people before my parents, right? There's probably sacrifices that I didn't even know about. We go back, we predate back to Jesus Christ himself. It's a miracle. It's a blessing. Um, but I feel like at the time, Miracle Baby had more of a, a, a pop to it. But um, yeah, you know, I just... um want to I want to just uh I just want to say thank you um anywho answer anywho um this is episode 106 of Heck of Dangerous Podcast I'll catch you on a catch y'all yee The money, the money, the fast lane, the fast lane, the cloud, the cloud. I done been down many times, but with God, I'm never out. I'm never out. Don't count me out. Don't count me out. This ain't the WWE. Nah. If you don't believe God is real, just look at me. Just look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Everything that you admire about me. What? That's all he. That's all he. That's all he. That's all he. Sacramento Summers. This one is he. This one is he. Ain't worthy enough to unstrap the sandals upon his feet. Why? Do you hear me? I see them shackles on you. He being set you free. Yeah. He rose on day three. Three. Bird game plus three. Three. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was all he. That was all he. That's all he. That's all he. If you don't believe in God, just look at how he used me. Use me. He used me. Use me. Could've used anyone, but he used me. Use me. That's all he. That's all he. That's all he. That's all he. If you don't believe God is real, just look at me. Look at me. He used me. He used me. He used me. Amen. Thank you, God. Wouldn't be here if my sister had made it.
made it. The fact I'm here, man, it's so amazing. Amazing. Used to work for the devil, but I upgraded. Upgraded. Normal coach, man, we sitting up in first class. Pink lemonade swirling all up in my glass. Yummy. Unconventional path. Uh. No more looking back, that's a testimony, I don't believe in the past, could've crashed, but God had bigger plans, could've crashed, but God had bigger plans, could've crashed, but God had bigger plans, miracle baby, miracle baby, it's a miracle baby, miracle baby, miracle baby, miracle baby, it's a miracle baby, miracle baby, it's a miracle baby, miracle baby, it's a miracle baby, miracle baby,